Welcome to Crushing Kayfabe. My name is Jason Garish. Thank you for tuning in. Um, let's start the show off. A way that it seems like we've been starting to show off too many times lately is announcement of a death. Um, unfortunately, the uh, the genius Leaping Lanny Poffo has died at the age of 68. Uh, apparently due to heart failure. Nothing else has been specified yet. Um, on February 2nd of 2023, uh, Lanny passed away, unfortunately. Um, probably known best for being the brother of uh, Randy Macho Man Savage. Randy's uh, real name, Randy Poffo, obviously. Um, but extremely, extremely sad. I enjoyed him. He was always entertaining. Never a top tier star but always always um intelligent guy and had some entertaining things to say and uh, it's sad to see him go growing up it's funny i never even knew that he was the uh, brother of uh macho man they always kept the two separated so much and they never implied that they were related which was uh pretty pretty wild uh, like i say as a kid i never would have thought that but it wasn't until much later, obviously, when I learned uh, Randy's real name and learned uh, learned about his family and whatnot that um that I learned that he was uh, he was the brother to uh, to to Lanny Poffo. Um, did I say Lanny before? I'm sorry if I did. Lanny Poffo, obviously. Um, ah, man, this is what lack of sleep will do to you. But uh was younger brother of Randy Savage, um, was, what, what did I say, 68, and, uh, real unfortunate, um, don't know if he'll ever end up going into the, uh, the Hall of Fame, would be interesting to see if he did, but, uh, or if he does, but, um, worked everywhere, worked the NWA, All South, um, WWE, obviously, I'm, originally from Connecticut, so my most, um, most of my memories, I should say, of him are from the WWE, but he's, he's been all over the place, you know, and eventually went to, um, oh, wow, I'm, I'm reading through all the, uh, places he worked, he's been to a lot of places, um, but yeah, uh, real, really unfortunate, you know, the Poffo, uh, family has a rich history in the wrestling industry and it's uh sad to um sad to see him go sad to see the genius go um always entertaining always uh always provides some uh some witty poetry and whatnot but uh but always entertaining and one of the the first real high flyers i think i ever got to uh see if you can kind of call him a high flyer and put him in that vein but i mean he was Leaping Laney Poffo at one point, so, um, but definitely, like I said, uh, never would have, uh, never would have, as a kid, connected him to Randy, uh, Savage, but, um, yeah, prayers and thoughts are definitely going out to the Poffo family. That's, that's unfortunate. That's really unfortunate. Always, uh, always an entertaining guy. Always, always. And I'm I'm getting sick of announcing deaths on the show, but unfortunately, it's it's a part of life that we almost go through. Unfortunately, and uh, 
It's sad, but uh, but uh, yeah, I guess apparently um, Jim Duggan had made the announcement and um, last weekend, and uh, nothing more has been revealed other than him having heart failure. If you hear barking, unfortunately, my dog is going nuts for some reason. I have no idea why. It's probably either another dog or chickens outside the window. But uh, hopefully the mic doesn't pick that up. I know this mic is really good about isolating sound. So uh, so hopefully it doesn't pick that up. But, uh, but yeah, if you do hear a little stray bark in the background, that's just my dog being himself, being his insane self um, as usual. So, uh, so yeah, there. that's that. And... Uh, um, outside of the wrestling world, I got the opportunity, thankfully, to, um, compete at, for the opportunity to, uh, play the Bluebird, and, uh, my iPad just went a little wonky, um, but, uh, Magnolia, Magnolia Manor and Chapel in, uh, in Humboldt, Tennessee, was one of the hosts of the, uh, uh, Tennessee Songwriters Week qualifying rounds uh for going to on to the um to compete at the bluebird or whatnot and um really an honor to be uh allowed to compete uh some great competition some new faces some older faces uh just uh some really tough really tough competition um magnolia manor if you're if you're from this area and you've never been there it is a beautiful, beautiful location, and I wish they'd have more musical events there because the um, the uh, room that they have there is just uh, incredible for acoustics, and it's a beautiful, beautiful place. So if you ever get a chance, you know, um, head on down there. It is a beautiful place, and uh, they are having a uh, Valentine's Day event too. So. Uh, so if you call them up and make reservations, uh, that would be a really cool event. But these events were hosted all across Tennessee. Um, they were uh, hosted by the uh, was it Nashville Songwriters uh, Association International? Yeah. So, uh, so thank you going out to Nashville Songwriters Association International. Thank you to uh, the Bluebird Cafe. Thank you to uh, to uh, Magnolia Manor. Uh, and chapel it was uh had a great time did not win but uh i'm okay with it because the guy who did win um this gentleman uh was his will uh i'm horrible with names i apologize will burton uh great great talent incredible talent just as one of those booming voices that uh that just uh stops you in your tracks really uh incredible performer Incredible songwriter, and uh, that's one of those times I don't mind losing, you know, because he he really put on a hell of a show. And uh, and uh, along with the other songwriters, if you get a chance to check out the Facebook uh, page for the Magnolia Manor and Chapel, because they list all of the songwriters that were involved. As, like uh, once again, so well they list uh, the no, they don't list all of them. That's unfortunate because uh, I would have loved to have seen a list, uh, but. Uh, but like I said, some great talent, some really good stuff. Um, Nerve-wracking on my part. I hate competitions. I hate anything that uh, that judges music. You know, I'm I'm not a fan of The Voice. I'm not a fan of uh, of American Idol or any of that. 
but but because it's a songwriting competition, because one of the um one of the items on my Tennessee bucket list is uh is getting to play the uh, Bluebird. I've I've played the majority of venues like when I was back in Connecticut, I played the majority of venues that I really wanted to. Like I wanted to play Toad's Place, I wanted to play um Infinity Hall and in Norfolk and uh and I got to play a lot of those places. Got got to be featured at a place called the Reserve, which uh I also got to see the Misfits at, which was awesome. But uh But I had a lot of the places, like I said, that um that I wanted to that were on my list I got to do in Connecticut. Now I'm kind of working on that list for Tennessee and the, the Bluebird's right at the top of that because that's kind of a mecca for Nashville songwriters and, uh, you know, it's a location where people like Taylor Swift, um, you know, Garth Brooks, uh, you know, people along those lines um, got their start and have made appearances. You know, people like Jason Isbell come down there and it's just... Uh, really historic place for uh for songwriting and you know i know it's cliche but i do consider tennessee to be the um the soundtrack of america i mean a lot of uh truly american um genres have originated here you know bluegrass rock and roll uh, blues um country just so many things uh have found their home here and uh like i said i know it's a cliche i know it's a a kind of a, a tourist uh a moniker but uh but i believe it i believe it and uh this is a place where i'd like to uh establish myself and definitely make a name for myself and, and enjoy uh competing here like i said i didn't didn't win but uh but i'm okay with that i'm perfectly okay with that because i got a great experience got playing a great venue and uh got to be around some great people and uh make some new connections and whatnot um the the judges were uh were uh joseph wooten paula bridges mcgill uh ross hudson josh milton and uh lee sands i believe was the mc um if you recognize the name wooten it's because he joseph wooten is the brother of uh, victor wooten you know, very prominent uh, musician. But uh, Joseph Wooten is the uh, keyboard player and musical director for uh, the Steve Miller Band. So, uh, so it was great being able to uh, to network with him and be able to pick his brain. And uh, and he actually performed at the end of the event too. So we got to uh, hear him perform and uh, have access to some really great talent. And uh, one of the judges actually approached me afterwards and. Uh, and looked at me and said, "You're, you know, I love your lyrics. You're, you're a lyricist, man. So, uh, coming from um, people with that stature, that that means a tremendous amount to me. So, uh, so once again, saying my thanks out to Nashville Songwriters Association, um, to Magnolia Manor, and all ever all the individuals who competed and the, the individuals who uh, participated in the event." Thank you so much. Uh, it, it was a great time. I, last year I competed also. I think this is the second year they're doing this. Um, and once again, this is a, a statewide event. This isn't just Western Tennessee or Eastern Tennessee. There are locations throughout the entire state that are, that are hosting um, these competitions, and they're basically bracketing down to uh, who eventually will go down to uh, 
to play at the Bluebird, but um, I know that there is a uh, so there were some events to, uh, down towards uh, Memphis and whatnot too. The next round for this area is going to be at the Lafayette's uh, Music Room, which is another place uh, I, I'm gonna seriously look into. I, I'm hearing some really good things about them. But on February 21st, they're going to have the next round. For the individuals that won in this region. So uh, if you're not doing anything on the 21st, check that out. Go down to La Lafayette's uh, Music Room. And I believe that's in Memphis, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, yeah, once again, I, I can't really express myself enough to say thank you and uh, for the opportunity and everything. Uh, last year, I, I came down and competed kind of last minute. I hadn't intended to, and I was... Getting over a sinus infection just um, sounded awful and was in not in good shape at the time. So it was it was good to be able to compete when I'm actually um, not physically uh, drained and uh, in much better health. But uh, but check all that out, you know, and um, and uh, support support songwriters. It was like I said, it was a real good time. Um, Wrestling world. Um, wow, what do we got going on? The uh, bloodline storylines progressing in WWE uh, at a rapid rate. Um, I didn't think it would quite go down this way, the way that they have it, but it's so, so highly entertaining. I, I um have thoroughly enjoyed the the acting and whatnot, the performances of everybody involved in this um man the subtleties of jay usu jay jay uso um jimmy um even solo uh man paul Heyman, roman reigns uh is just doing a, his best work ever i mean i have never been a uh, roman reigns fan and now he is just uh knocking this thing out of the park you know i'm sure he's got Heyman in his ear and whatnot but he is just hitting grand slams every night out there and uh you know the same thing with uh sam zane i mean uh wow like i said i can't i can't say enough just absolutely incredible um thoroughly enjoying it thoroughly enjoying it um you know we obviously had the fallout uh where uh sammy turned on roman at the uh at the rumble and now we're seeing uh Sammy coming out and uh challenging Roman to a title match which uh, is supposed to occur at uh at the elimination chamber which is next event now this brings up some interesting prospects because we already know that um that um Cody Rhodes is going to be challenging for the belt at WrestleMania. Now, my question is, I seriously doubt they're going to take the belt off of Roman at the Elimination Chamber. And I seriously doubt at that point they're going to put it on Sami Zayn. I'm wondering if there's going to be some kind of screw job that involved or some kind of interference that precludes Sami from getting the belt which prolongs the feud and brings it out to WrestleMania. If I was booking, because if I'm booking this, I say 
give Cody a shot at one of the titles one night and give Sammy a shot at the other title the other night for WrestleMania and put a belt on both of them and have Roman Reigns just completely lose his mind and have Jay turn on Roman. And that could be the next feud out. Or you might even have Sammy and Jay versus, let's just say, Jimmy and Solo, maybe, for the belts. Um, I mean, there's a lot of ways this can go, and all of them are good, and all of them can work. I know a lot of podcasters have been uh, commenting about, um, well, why didn't Cody Rhodes come out? Why um, are we... Foreshad- not foreshadowing, but overshadowing the whole feud between Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns. I don't think we are at all. We've already established the storyline that Cody is going to be facing Reigns at the Rome at uh, Mania. We don't have to establish any more than that. People aren't that stupid. At least I hope they're not. Um, but we are building. Sammy up to a massive, massive baby face. And having too many baby faces that are on this level is not a bad thing. Having Roman getting the nuclear heat that he is right now is not a bad thing. People are screaming F you Roman Reigns. I haven't heard this kind of reaction towards a heel in years. That tells me he is doing his job perfectly. I mean, I haven't heard that type of reaction or felt that gut gut felt reaction uh, to his actions since, I'm going to say, almost the 80s or 90s. I mean, he is killing it. Everybody involved in the storyline is killing it. I mean, Cody is a massive baby face. Sammy is a massive baby face, and Roman is looking like a piece of garbage, but a very powerful piece of garbage, and everyone is pulling this thing off beautifully. So I have no complaints with what they're going, what they're doing with this, what where they're going with this. I think it's perfect. Um, so, I mean, like I said, there's some people have, you know, I, w- I guess, again, I mean, some people have questioned Cody coming out at 30 in the Rumble. Honestly, I think that was a situation where I don't think he was really as ring right. I mean, do you put him in first and then he just shows his weaknesses and shows his lack of ring work um, lately? I don't think that's a good thing. I understand where they went with the vignettes. I understand that um, some people say that they should have just let it be a surprise. I feel like they were kind of testing the waters, and that was a little bit of foreplay to bring Cody back, and I think that was the right thing to do because people have such short tension spans nowadays that to kind of bring it back and say, hey... um, Cody's working over here. Cody's working hard. Cody's doing his job. He's uh, he's coming back. You know, I think that was the absolute right thing too. I, I can completely understand where the people are coming from with the surprise thing too, though, because there weren't many surprises in this rumble, hardly any at all. So uh, 
So I, I get that, but I, I think they did it right, and I think time is going to tell that they did it right because, like I say, a lot of the casual viewers, a lot of the casual fans are probably would have forgotten who Cody was at that point. So to to refresh my memory, I think that was the intelligent thing to do was to um, put the vignettes, and they were great vignettes, excellent vignettes, so I can't complain about that at all. Um, we're rapidly running out of time here, unfortunately. Um, I spent a lot of time talking about Lanny and uh, a lot of time uh, talking about the Magnolia and not a whole lot of time about wrestling. But, uh, but hey, I appreciate everyone for uh, for tuning in and uh, and listening or watching the show, depending on how you're, you're, um, you're viewing or listening to this, whether it's Spotify or YouTube, whatnot. Um, thank you very much for tuning in. Like give a shout out to uh, then and now, um, then now flea market in Trenton, Tennessee. You can go down and uh, right right in the middle of square and uh, pick up some handcrafted items from my wife and handcrafted. Uh, I should say I almost said handcrafted items from me, but not really. I mean, uh, kind of. They're they're my CDs. You can pick up there. So uh, support the show and let them you know let them know that uh, you heard about them on uh, on Crushing Cafe. Send a shout out to uh to um Trenton uh tabletop and arcade and uh they resume their business hours and uh and now they have a pool table and a lot of stuff going on there. So uh so check them out once again tell them uh, Crushing K Fape sent you. Um check us out on crushingkfape.com, crushing with a K. Also check us out on Patreon. And uh for just one dollar a month you can support the show and uh would really uh, appreciate, you know, help keep the lights on here. These lights aren't cheap. You know, I got uh, these suckers are pretty bright and uh, and they're not cheap. So uh, help the show out and uh, and uh, send us a buck a, a buck a month. And I think uh, I think you'll you'll uh, you'll appreciate it and like it. Um, you know, it. Uh, what was I gonna say? It, it'll if you do um, the the. Shows are completely ad-free on there. I load uh, everything directly up there. So unlike YouTube or, or Spotify, there are no ads placed in there. So uh, so help us out there. And, you know, help out the uh, Ukrainians. Send your love and support through prayers and through uh, money through organizations such as UNICEF and the Red Cross and whatnot. Um, those people are still dealing with, you know, what they're dealing with, still dealing with Russian forces in there. So... Let's not forget about them, and let's uh let's help them out if we can. But uh, but hey, once again, you know, like I said, thank you so much for tuning into the show. Appreciate the heck out of it, and uh, and God bless.